You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No as a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Been a while since I've said that, Neil. It has been a while. Uh, maybe a couple of weeks. You've been uh, wrangling the hosting duties lately, pretty much. Yeah, you entirely. guys just you just look at me and so tell me to press record, you so just, I just end you up just doing do it. it. You just do it, Neil. Yeah, that's because I've memorized every patron's name and level. You are <laughs> by far the best at that. I'm like the rain. I'm like Rain Man, except without any toothpicks. Yeah, or uh, ca- card counting skills. Without any card counting skills, but I do have a, a uh, penchant for underwear. Okay. Uh, you, you stay away from babies, right? I do. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, that's a Rain Man reference, guys. Um, anyways, I'm going to try my hand at uh, hosting duties today. And uh, the first thing I'm going to do is introduce one of our special guests, and that is Sarah Dietrich. She is from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, she's a special uh, Patreon tier level because she made up her own, and it's the Calgary 7. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm from Calgary, uh, which is not too far from Banff, which is how most people know our city, which I'm totally okay with. (laughs) Um, I live here with my husband and my 16-month-old son. Um, Wow, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, just pretty much just back from mat leave, so getting used to work, back to work. Um, I'm a Mm -hmm. corporate accountant. So I like counting beans. <laughs> okay, great. Well, yeah. Jeff and I uh, traveled to Calgary. It's a wonderful city. Not a lot of tourist stuff probably to do there, but we spent the day walking around. We could pretty much walk around the whole city. It's not too big, but probably very nice place to live. It seemed very lovely. Um, I mean, it was very clean. It had lovely pedestrian bridges. Um, Jeff loves his pedestrian bridges. I do. <laughs> I love pedestrian bridges. Speaking of which, that's where uh, Matt is. He's stranded on a pedestrian bridge today. Yeah, I think he's in Winnipeg, actually. He thought it was Winnipeg, not Calgary. Yeah, he messed up. <laughs> but our second special guest is going to be hosting today's game. That is Noah Wright. He's a Dutch enthusiast. Thank you so much for that, Noah. And he's from Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, like you said, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I'm an invasive cardio technologist, so I am an x-ray tech that helps put stents and heart arteries with doctors and just do trivia on the side. So uh, I'm excited to host. Yeah, very few people do trivia professionally and then heart, heart <laughs> doctor stuff on the side, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Not too uh, many. I let all the doctors do the hard work. I just run the x-ray camera. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, today, uh, I think Jeff and Sarah are going to be teaming up. Is that right? I believe that's correct, Ken. And what, uh, what was your special team name? Because you wanted to give me a difficult one to say. Yes. So, since I never uh, host. I, you know, I... I, the thing I know about Calgary in the, in the hockey sense is that the Flames play there. I don't know many of the players, but uh, Sarah's informed me that they've not been playing too well lately. So they're more of the flickers. So we're going to be the flickering flames. The flickering flames. Oh, Brandon Bolig. That was the player I was trying to think of. <laughs> oh, Brandon yes. Bolig. Yeah, yeah, he was on no. the flames. I remember that. Guy. All right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> me and your, your brother, Neil, we went rock climbing, indoor rock climbing yesterday. That's on a whim. Heard. Yeah, I'm surprised. So my whole body is sore. But since I went rock climbing, I wanted to name our team after a very special Sylvester Stallone film. You know the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Rocky Five. Rocky Five, yeah. All right, so we're going to be Rocky Five and then the Flickering Flames. Let's get the rules. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. I am the cream! So Ken, uh, Jeff, just I know you didn't know the reference there, but in Rocky Five, um, Rocky uh, has a raccoon and he like holds it, holds its hand because he's like you know over a bridge, and the raccoon, you know, loses its grip on his hand and he falls. Uh, Rocky's raccoon. Yeah, I knew I knew the the uh, Ace Ventura bit on Cliffhanger long before I actually saw Cliffhanger. By the way, oh, you saw that first? Mm-hmm. That's funny. All right, well, it looks like we're ready to start the game now that we know the rules. So, Noah, take it away. All right, we're going to start with question one, around the heart. The heart consists of three main conduit vessels. Name two to three vessels. To circumnavigate the heart, you may need to go in either one of two directions. Five bonus points for which one is considered the Widowmaker, if locked. I try not to think about heart stuff because I'm a hypochondriac. So I try not to think about anything pertaining to my health. Um, <laughs> I know one of them, but I don't know. This coming from somebody who like routinely practices yoga and does other things to actually improve their health. Yeah, yeah I just try to I try to stay off of WebMD, <laughs> except it saved my life this summer. Well, someone on WebMD daily, I know one of them. All right, uh, Neil and myself are not experts in the ways of the heart. But uh, literally or metaphorically. My, my high school uh, experience would, would attest to that. Okay, but we're locked in. Well, there is like the superior vena cava and the anterior vena cava or something like that. And that I think those are maybe supply veins, so I don't know. That sounds better than what I'm working with over here. That sounds like an educated science. guess. That sounds I, like an I educated it. guess. Wanna, it sounds great to in? me, so let's do it. And <laughs> as far as the bonus, um, the K-19 is the Widowmaker, so that's what we'll lock in. <laughs> Very good. So what was your main answer? <laughs> we said superior and maybe anterior vena cava, because anterior would sounds be in the like back. Thing. So. Your, your heart is pumping blood. That was my Harrison Ford. Um, so, Ken, what was the one you said? Coronary? Said coronary, yeah. Um, and I, I actually... Know, I don't know what that means. I went for the the bonus points because um, thanks to people like Noah, uh, my dad was okay with the Widowmaker, which I believe is... I don't know the exact scientific name, but I think it's LAD or LAD. I don't know what that stands for, but I know that's the Widowmaker. So that's what I locked in for the bonus. So five bonus points going to Rocky Five. Uh, the answer is uh, right coronary artery 
or RCA left uh, anterior descending, so I'll accept LAD or LED uh, and circumflex. Uh, also would accept the left main coronary artery, but those are the vessels that feed the heart uh, with blood. And now you know. There you go. Learn now something you know. every day. <laughs> All right. Question two. Uh, as fast as sound. The maximum speed of the commercial plane Concorde is 1,354 miles per hour. How long would it take to fly around the Earth at the equator at this speed, assuming no wind resistance? Be within two hours. Sarah, um, we're locked in. All right, Sarah. um, So if it's 1,300-ish miles an hour, I think the circumference of the Earth is, is it it 13,000 miles? That sounds like a number. That seems kind of familiar. I'm thinking maybe it could be like 20,000, but then maybe that's kilometers. Because that would be about right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're gonna have to do some some kilometer amount. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I know, I know they could do well, London to New York is usually like an eight hour flight, and they were able to do it in like three and a half. Oh, I was gonna go ten originally, but you want to bump that up a little bit and say maybe like twelve. That'll give us all the way up to fourteen. Yeah, I was doing. You're saying like London, New York, about two hours, and then I'm like, how far to go around the rest of the world? So right. Well, at a I lower like latitude too. Okay. We're we're like gonna 12. go with twelve. Yeah, this is just a buried fact somewhere where eleven and twelve was just sticking in my mind without any math. So we just said twelve. All right. Well, unfortunately, no points being awarded. Uh, the circumference of the Earth is twenty-four thousand nine hundred one miles. So it would be eighteen point four hours. So it was twice as big as I was thinking, which means I might have been thinking about the diameter and not the circumference oh, still pretty quick <laughs> yeah 18 hours is uh not too bad i mean we went to australia uh not on the same trip but that was basically 19 20 hours and i know at the end of our flight with like 50 kids that the uh flight attendants were not happy with the kids hitting the call button constantly they were very angry <laughs> by the end of the flight <laughs> and oh, that's the reason i hate the movie the saint with val kilmer because we had to watch it 12 times because it was the only movie they had available uh. There are many reasons to hate the saint, but that is a good one. <laughs> I liked it the first time I saw it. All right. Question uh, number three. All right. Question three. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The wheels on the school bus make plenty of revolutions throughout their usage. What manufacturer has supplied the most school buses in the United States? I know a bus manufacturer, if that helps. Yes. <laughs> okay. Would you want to just lock that in? Sounds good. I have no okay, idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really lost here too. Do you know a bus manufacturer? I, not really. The first things that come to my mind are like Mac, but those are trucks. Like GMC, I don't think they make buses. Is there a clue here with like revolutions? Uh, plenty of revolutions throughout their usage. Um, is there a manufacturer like that's worldwide had a... or spin or? Yeah, revolution, spin, circle. Let's say worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. Worldwide bus company. Sounds legit. Oh, I wonder if it's something like Turner or something like that. Um, but the only one I could, the first one I thought of offhand was uh, Bluebird, and I know they manufacture um, buses. I think another one might be Collins, but we locked in Bluebird. All right. Well, unfortunately, no points again. Uh, it's the REV or Rev Group. So I was trying to drop oh. that hint with Revolutions. But uh, I think the second one is Bluebird. Uh, oh, interesting. I'm just proud to have known a school bus manufacturer. So. Yeah. I was sniffing that hint, but I couldn't. 
Yeah, I'm, I couldn't have sorry. Known. <laughs> Some of these questions are hard. That's my bad. Yeah. That's okay. No, it's sorry. Like... I didn't know that uh, the Rev buses actually are available for weddings as well. <laughs> uh, they also make mobile homes if you want one of those. Uh, lots of things. All right, question four. Please don't sting me. Not surprisingly, with the isolation of Iceland, many dangerous spiders and snakes do not exist there. Unfortunately, one of the most annoying pests to me, wasps, were introduced in Iceland in what year? Rumor has it the government created a fleet to remove these pests. Be within two years. Hmm. When were wasps introduced into Iceland? So when did uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp come out, Ken? I think that was 2018. Okay, so it was probably before then. Uh, 17? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's recent. Oh, you think it's recent? So I wouldn't mind saying something like 2018. Okay, we'll go on the good graces of Paul Rudd's looks. That's fine. So what are you guys thinking over there? All right, Sarah. Man. So here's what I'm thinking. It's it's going to be one of two things. He said rumors or rumor has it. So I'm thinking it's either the year Rumors album came out, which was 1977 by Fleetwood Mac, or maybe the year Adele's Rumor Has It song came out. <laughs> but I don't know when that was. That was like 20... 2018. 20, was it that? No, twenty. No, maybe it was earlier than that. Twenty, like I was thinking, like twenty thirteen. Oh, it was later than that. I think twenty fourteen. Hmm. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen even. Let's... Do you want to say uh, twenty sixteen? <laughs> sure. Let's make it <laughs> okay. an even even round six. <laughs> All right, we'll say we'll say twenty sixteen. All right, twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen. It's gonna oh, be like unfortunately. <laughs> You were dancing right on the answer. The hint was rumor album by Fleetwood Mac, 1977. Um, you took the wrong Oh, they two. created a fleet. Oh, yeah, so here's, a, here's a strange story. I mean, it's not strange, kind of depressing, but Sad I was eating I outside on my yeah, patio and a, a wasp came and it kept flying by me and I was trying to ignore it or whatever. And then it landed on my paper plate that has like a weird blue white design, like a very strange design. Mm -hmm. And for about 20 minutes, it just walked along the plate on that design because I think it was like mesmerized by it. And then on the strange, the strangest things ha happened uh, philosophically, I suppose, Jeff. Uh, I'm just sitting there, and then the wasp just starts getting slower and slower, and then it just turned on its back and died right in front of me. Oh my God. No. What were you eating? Poison? I wasn't. It didn't even eat anything. I just watched it die, and I'm like, "What am I doing here? I'm eating lunch, and this wasp just dies right in front of me." And I had like a really weird existential moment for a long time. Well, how about this? I pulled into the uh, the the school lot where I work mm -hmm. the other day, and there's a whole dead goose oh just laying in the lot. Like, how did that happen? Did it choke did you... on something? I don't know. <laughs> did you take it home? No, I didn't. There's plenty you of can, I know you can prepare a goose. Great, great, great office joke, Jeff. We know where you're going with this. I'm gonna cut you off right there. Let's go on to question five. Our wasps are dying everywhere. All right, guys. Question five. Sorry, but it's a sports question. The NCAA football team, Nebraska Cornhuskers, is one of the most exciting th uh, things to do in Nebraska due to there literally being nothing else to do here. At the turn of the 20th century, they were renamed the Cornhuskers. From what were they named from 1890 to 1900? Surprisingly, Bear Grylls was not a part of this team. Some would consider this to be a protein-filled team. I have an idea with his clue. I don't know it from the sports angle, but I have an idea. Um... I just have to, I might have to talk it out, but we can lock it in too. 
Just go ahead and lock it in. Okay. You think. We'll, we'll lock in. And you here. say there's nothing to do in Nebraska, but clearly you can husk corn in Nebraska along with watching the football an... team. Those are the two uh, activities. You know, $5 an hour when I was 16, so <laughs> got to make your money. <laughs> All right. So it's to you guys. All right, Sarah. I'm, I'm okay. totally blanking on what Bear Grylls' survival-based TV show was called. Isn't it wild? Is it wild with Bear Grylls? No. Maybe that's a newer show. I don't think it's Survivor Man. That was a different show. No, that was different. That's I know that guy. No, not that guy. Wild and Out's Nick Cannon. So it, was man, it was Man versus Wild. Oh, that's right. That's right. Since man we already got wild. the Wild, I'm just gonna give you the rest of it because I don't think the team name was Man versus Wild. <laughs> yeah, and then protein filled. Um. Well, he's eating weird things, probably. Yeah, doesn't he like always weird... like eat a bunch of bugs and stuff? I would There's think always, so. Like, grubs and stuff, but that they wouldn't name it grubs. That'd be weird. <laughs> Nebraska bear, 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 bear bears. or something. Golden bears. I don't know. Oh, we can go bears. golden bears, grizzly bears. Well, are there a bears? lot of grizzly bears in Nebraska? I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. There probably were bison back in the day, but I don't know about. Oh yeah. I like bison. That might be Let's good. go bison. Bison. Right, bison out of left field. All right. So they're going uh, Raul Julia over there at the uh, Flickering Flames. Um, I think they were on to something uh, because all I could think about when Noah said Bear Grylls uh, protein filled, he ate a lot of bugs. So I don't know if it was like bug eaters. <laughs> so that's my guess. That's what you locked us in with? Bug eaters. <laughs> bug eaters? All right. <laughs> Oh, Rocky Five with the pole, bug eaters. It is. What? No way. I kid you not. Eighteen ninety to nineteen hundred. That's some <laughs> crap right there. Seems good clue. Yeah, I figured. A, that real that life. What? Uh, all right. What well, with that game. amazing pull by Neil, that's points on the board. That's points on the board. We have uh, fifteen points over at Rocky Five. Flickering flames. Still zero. We are currently shut out. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll promise you guys it does get easier after a few more questions. So question number six, uh, another Nebraska question, sweet home Nebraska. Once again, my sweet home in Nebraska is quite flat and boring. The Triforce-shaped logo of Nebraska's Golden Triangle expresses Nebraska's three main exports. Nothing much less than you would expect to see or use while taking a road trip to these, this state. Name two of the three exports. The obvious one. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, the one that I like, especially. How about that? Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. Okay. We'll lock in. Is it is it use as in like like car fuel? Like do Maybe. they do oil related items in Nebraska? I'm, I think I so. mean, oil is more like Texas, Oklahoma, but definitely if you're making like E85 out of corn, I could see I could see fuel that way or. You know, maybe it's possible. I know they do like fracking just south of there in like Kansas, Oklahoma, but it's possible it's all the way up there. So that would make yeah, you want to say for use. And... Yeah, you want to say uh, corn and and fuel. Sure. Car fuel. That's what we'll say. We'll be very vague. Yes. We went with uh, corn and uh, soy. All right. Well, uh, I want to ask uh, the flickering flames to be a little bit more specific on their fuel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you want to say E85? Because I know ethanol uh, is made from corn. So, or ethanol? Ethanol, sure. That makes okay. sense. Uh, ethanol it is. So it actually is corn, uh, livestock, cattle, and ethanol. 
So that was the opposite of what I thought. Yeah, we got some points. Uh, question seven, the boy wonder. Ash Ketchum is a 10-year-old boy who doesn't seem to grow older. How many years did it take Ash to finally become a Pokemon master? Bonus points for what league he became this master in. If only Ash could celebrate with a hurricane. And I want it uh, age-based off of when the first anime was released, not his actual age when he became a mm-hmm. Pokemon master and be with him one year. So you are not a Poke... You're not a Pokemon man. I am not a Pokemon man. This is a Matt question. You're not a Pokemon's man? Uh, nope, I am not. I have He's no idea. He's more of a Pokemon's mon. Okay, I'm gonna um, uh, venture a guess then. Okay. Because um, I don't know either. I trust you. Sarah, I, I see the the, the tra- frame Charizard in the background. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> that means that you're a Pokemon master. My no, I'm not. My husband she has a likes first to play. edition foil <laughs> Charizard. Uh, I knew it was Pokemon, so woo! I know Ash Ketchum. Um, I I don't know. I know I don't understand like the clue of Hurricane. I mean, the TV show's been on for like 20 years in various forms and in various leagues. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe like it took him like five or seven years somewhere in there to first time to be a pokemon master because i watched the show for a few years and he barely made any progress so <laughs> disappointing no uh yeah i'm good with whatever i not go seven that'll that'll kind of put us maybe seven right in years. that first decade okay so. you have a you have a guess about the hurricane thing no idea okay so no no uh no league uh we're saying uh 20 years and uh we'll just say the gust league though i did think about scorpion league all right. Unfortunately, no points, but you guys were really close. Uh, the first anime in Japan was released in April 1st of 1997. He became a Pokemon master in 2019, so very recent, uh, in the Alola League. So uh, a Hurricane being a drink to be 21 years of age or older, plus it's uh, based in Hawaii, kind of. It's the Alola. Okay. Hmm. That was clever. I was close. You were close. I was quite close. I knew it took him a while. I would have not guessed uh, 22 years. All right. Question eight. Beats, Bears, Holly, and Michael. Anyone who has watched The Office knows that Holly and Michael were meant to be. When Holly has to move to Colorado because her father is deteriorating. Why is Michael afraid to move to Colorado? He may not be able to find his younger self anymore. So sadly, I'm a, as you know, I'm a big Office fan, but I just don't. Don't remember this at all, so might have to tap on this one. That's fine with me. I, I don't watch it, so I don't know. Sorry, Neil. All right, Sarah, you were you were trying to think this one out. Yeah, like I feel like I remember him being like, it's just not going to be the same, like something to do with like streets or maps or like he can't, he's not familiar with like how to get places. Um, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe he won't know how to find his way home or something. That's probably, that seems right. I do remember it was something okay. weird like that. Like he, it's like he's a child and can't remember how to go get places. <laughs> yeah, um, I like that. I was trying to think it's like too much fresh air or like something like that, but no, he he won't know how to get home. That's a great. That answer. sounds that sounds pretty good. I yeah, like that, Sarah. Let's, do that. Um, okay. let's lock that in. And we were just having to tap because we couldn't remember. Uh, unfortunately, no points again, but the flickering flames were so close. Uh, Sarah, it was on the tip of your tongue. He won't be able to find his right TV channels. They won't be in the right order. Oh, oh my <laughs> 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 <Of course. laughs> 
Ah, you were so close. Oh, that's four. Yeah. All right. Question nine. America likes at large. There are many roadside attractions in the United States. One thing that is prevalent in any state is the world's largest some sort of item. What state has the world's largest thermometer? Good luck getting there without dying. I have an idea. Okay. Neil is going to go ahead and lock in here. I was thinking like Death Valley, wherever that is, what state that's in. (laughs) Oh, that's in California. Yeah. That would make sense. World's largest thermometer in Death Valley. Good luck getting there without dying. That's a brilliant answer. I like that. Shall we lock in Death Valley? Or state? Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. California. We'll lock in California. Great. And I love Neil's reasoning here. Let's hear it. I like Jeff's reasoning and Sarah's reasoning. But uh, yeah, when he said try to get there without dying, that immediately made me think of the Oregon Trail. So we said Oregon. Really clever. All right. Well, points going to one team, the Flickering Flames. It is California. It's uh, in Baker, California. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sure, Neil had it there. (laughs) I felt good about it. Yeah. You should feel good about that. That was clever. Well, Neil, you're still welcome (laughs) yourself to death on the way to the (laughs) largest thermometer. (laughs) Question 10. Shock at 200 joules. When patients go into an unperfusing rhythm, such as ventricular fibrillation or flutter, it is recommended to shock the heart with a defibrillator. This is called cardioversion. When done in medical dramas uh, and most healthcare shows, what type of rhythm is seen on the monitor that they shock? This would have no effect on the patient. I'll take the medical or layman's term for this heart rhythm. Oh, okay. I can lock in here. Okay. Sarah, usually isn't this when they're flatlining? Mm, that's that sounds like a very er slash medical drama flatlining flatlining and it's like whatever yeah you need to that's you need a total resuscitation they're like you know dead (laughs) so we're gonna go flatlining yeah indeed it's a huge uh trope on medical shows that when they're flatlining they use the defibrillator but that would not help all right points for both teams flatline is correct Uh, medical term is asystole uh yeah if you shock it it does absolutely nothing well, it's been a uh, ruthless tit-for-tat so far. Uh, Rocky Five with 25 points. Tommy Gunn in, entering the ring here. And uh, the Flickering Flames, 30 points. So you guys took the lead uh, late in that round. Yeah, I believe the penultimate question. The penultimate question. That's right. Now, Noah and Sarah, you're both patrons, which we very much appreciate. Uh, and we can't thank you enough for that. Uh, and I'll start with, with Sarah. Um, are you enjoying finding out much more than we probably ever intended to tell people in our crop drops each month? <laughs> I love it. That's why I watch, I like listening to the show, because you guys just seem so fun. <laughs> well, we try. We seem fun. We seem fun. We are not We fun. do a great Doing job. Doing a great job. Yep. <laughs> We're very serious in person. Now, if a stenographer ever went through our crop drops, I feel like there's so much blackmail material in there. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and Noah, um, we also do an extra episode, but there's also some perks. We're going to be sending out your box pretty soon. Um, what uh, made you want to join uh, Patreon, if you don't mind us asking? You know, I uh, just been enjoying your guys' show for over a year and thought I can do what I can to help out. I really, I really do enjoy it. It's great material, so it's worth paying for. Well, we greatly appreciate that, and it does help quite a lot. Uh, keep us going, keep us on our feet, and uh, fulfilling those perks. Yeah. So yeah. feel free to join them at uh, patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. There you go. Good thing you know the uh, web address, because I don't. I do, yeah. Anyways, let's move on <laughs> to the swing round. All right. For this swing round, I'm going to give you a car model name used in a fact. You will have to determine the car model and then tell me the manufacturer. So a sample is on the Renegades gas tank, 
there is an Italian arachnoid that says, ciao, baby. Your answer would be Jeep. Renegade is the car model manufacturer's Jeep. Question one. On the Discovered channel, Shark Week is the most viewed week for the channel. Question two. Ideal conditions for a mirage are still hot air on a sunny day over a flat surface that will absorb the sun's energy and become quite hot. Number three. Traditional samurais were mostly bisexual. Number four. Just like the United States, Mexico has a uniform emergency contact number of 911. Number five, Mount Everest grows approximately 44 millimeters every year. This occurs because of the continuous shift of tectonic plates, pushing the Himalayas upward. Number six, the root of the word ambition comes from when candidates for public office in ancient Rome wanted to be elected, they would have to do just what modern candidates must do. They would spend most of their time going around the city and urging citizens to vote for them. The Latin word for this effort was ambitio, which came from ombre, the word meaning to go around. Number seven, Pierre Veyron was a Grand Prix motor driver from the years of 1930 to 1953, best known for winning the 24 hours of Le Mans in 1939. Number eight, cherry, well, a hundred cherries, weigh roughly around 1.8 pounds. Number nine, Grand Canyon National Park is bigger than the entire state of Rhode Island. Question 10. Microsoft Excel is known for its logo of an X. Microsoft did this because it plays, if placed in order, PowerPoint, Excel, OneNote, InfoPath, and Sway spell out this familiar word. All right, we will consider these uh, questions and we'll be back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey there. I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas. Plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, and all the answers are now locked in. I think uh, Jeff did pretty good here, but we'll see if we can keep up. Noah? All right, question one. On the Discovery Channel, Shark Week is the most viewed week for the channel. Uh, all right, yeah, so over here, we figured it was Discovery, uh, but we couldn't come up with a good uh, answer for the car, so we just said uh jaguar yeah um i'm i'm depending on if it's the uk or the u.s version of this car i'm kind of a big fan uh this is the land rover discovery all right flames are correct it's discovery and land rover i would accept range rover as well all right number two ideal conditions for a mirage are still hot air a uh, hot sunny day over a flat surface that will absorb the sun's energy and become quite hot 
Mirage is one of my favorite sets of magic cards, so that doesn't help. It doesn't, but I do know the Mirage is made by Mitsubishi, so that's what we locked in with. Same here. We said the Mitsubishi Mirage. All right, points for both teams. Mirage and Mitsubishi. Number three, traditional samurais were mostly bisexual. This one, uh, I was pretty sure, uh, was Suzuki. They they name a lot of their cars uh, pretty on the nose, so we said Suzuki Samurai. Yeah, I think this is a tiny little SUV uh, that they used to make in like the 90s or 2000s. Uh, we said the Suzuki Samurai. Yeah, Suzuki is correct. Points again for both. Question number four. Just like in the United States, Mexico has a uniform emergency contact number of 911. The 911 makes me think of Porsche, so that's what we locked in with. Yep, a car based on the original design for the Beetle and stubbornly rear-engined for the last 60 years. We said Porsche. Porsche 911 is correct. All right, question five. Mount Everest grows approximately 44 millimeters every year. We weren't sure on this one. We just uh, figured Everest would be like a big truck of some sort, so we said Chevy. Yeah, I think uh, Ford makes the Everest, so not a bad guess on uh, truck brands. All right, flickering flames with five points. It would be Ford. Question six. The root of the word ambition comes from the Latin word for effort. Yeah, we uh, figured it was something, you know, kind of pretentious, but we, we couldn't figure it out, and we just thought maybe Range Rover. This is a super crazy poll. I watch a lot of European car reviews. Um, Skoda, yeah, no one's surprised by Where that. Where do you find enough time in the day for all your <laughs> various YouTubing? Um, you know, Ken, I don't know, but my phone says it's like 14 hours a day. So, um, But, uh, yeah, uh, I think Skoda, uh, which is like a VW group car, makes uh, a version of the Octavia called the Ambition. That, that's as close as I could get. All right. Well, points going to one team. Uh, I was actually going to go for the A1 Ambition Audi, but doing some research, Skoda does have a model called Ambition as well. So it's like, <laughs> yes. I like how I didn't know the Audi thing, though. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. All right. Question. Uh, let's see. Question seven. Pierre Viron was a Grand Prix motor driver from the years of 1930 to 1953. I will say there is two different car models in here, so I will take either answer. Oh, I'm happy to hear that because Jeff's answer is also an answer that I thought of, but we landed on, I think, the easier answer, which is Grand Prix, which makes us think of a Pontiac. That's really funny because, yes, immediately I went, oh, Pierre Veyron, famous French uh, driver and uh, one of the most famous French car builders from that time was Editore Bugatti. All right. Well, perfect. You guys got both Bugatti and Pontiac. All right, question eight. Cherry, well, 100 cherries weigh at roughly around 1.8 pounds. This one we had absolutely no idea. I asked Ken, what is your favorite French car manufacturer? And he said Peugeot. Oh, and see, this whole time, I thought you were a Bugatti guy. But um, yeah, Cherry is like a Chinese car. I think they're a manufacturer. It was done in partnership with like Jaguar Land Rover. But we, I don't know. We just said Jaguar. All right. Unfortunately, no points. The actual car name model is Cherry 100A, uh, and it's by the manufacturer Datsum, which is uh, a branch or uh, is built by Nissan. They became as well. Nissan. Yeah. yeah. Question nine: Grand Canyon National Park is bigger than the entire state of Rhode Island. This one, uh, we were between Jeep and GMC. And a little spoiler, uh, it felt good when the other team answered what they are going to answer. So we said GMC. 
Yeah, I believe uh, Canyon is a truck made by GMC. All right, and GMC is correct. Points for both teams. All right, last question here. Question 10. Microsoft Excel is known for its uh, logo of an X. Microsoft did this because if placed in order, PowerPoint, Excel, OneNote, InfoPath, and Sway would spell out this familiar word. We figured out that there might be an anagram here, uh, but we couldn't get the word how we wanted it to, so we just locked in with uh, the perennial favorite, Gremlin. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. I thought it was something, a different word, but then I realized PowerPoint, Excel, OneNote's logo is N, not O, um, for what that spells out. I'll leave oh. that to the listeners. Uh, I just got so it. We went... <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to see that one. Uh, but with uh, an X, uh, we think that's the Model X. We said Tesla. Okay, Model X is correct. Uh, I also would have accepted uh, Lotus because they have Excel. So that's kind of another oh, branch okay. one that, uh, that that's cool. Nice, but yeah. All right, with that uh, brutal swing round for our team, we added twenty-five points, bringing us to fifty. But the flickering flames add uh, forty-five points, bringing their total to seventy-five. Good job. All right, we can go to question number eleven. May the force be with you. I'm a large fan of Star Wars and would one day love to fly an actual X-wing. Simple enough. Tell me how many engines an X-wing has. I was like, yay, Star Wars question. And then I heard the question. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I have a guess. All right, Sarah. So uh, I have a Star Wars. I actually have several Star Wars Lego X-Wings, uh, <laughs> including most recently Poe Dameron's. I believe there's an engine on every wing. So I would think it would be four if that sounds about right. I'll take it. I was going to say there's more than one because I know that they should get shot. And they I was trying to remember fall, if there was like so. one in the back in the middle, but I don't think that's right. So I, th I think we're going to go with four. Sounds yeah, I think good. there's a thruster on each wingtip. Yeah, we just thought uh, symmetry looks nice on camera and it's an X, so we went four. All right, and four is correct. Points for both teams. Hey, so. there we go. All right, question number 12. You can eat that. In Iceland, you can find the world's largest population of this bird, in which is traditionally cooked in milk or smoked. These little loondy are. I've got it, Sarah. Yeah. To my chagrin, we didn't see a single puffin in Iceland. Not a single one. We were in the wrong part, though. Yeah, right? we didn't go anywhere near where the puffins are on like the northwest kind of peninsula. Next time we'll plan better. Yes. It was a very poorly planned vacation that turned out pretty good. A poorly planned puffin vacation. Yes, that's right. As far as the puffins were concerned, very poorly planned. But yes, it, it, uh, we said puffins. Everything just worked out for us by chance. So Yeah. All right, that's correct. Puffin is right. I uh, tried Puffin when I was in Iceland myself, and I was not a fan. Very gamey. I can. That's what I heard. Isn't there a cereal with like a puffin on it, right? Called like something puffs. Probably. Okay. It seems like a cute. It would be a animal. waste of an opportunity. It's not made out not. of puffins, though. I hope. I hope not. Okay. <laughs> Dried puffin flakes. Is not vegan. Question thirteen: Gambling at the beach. Although my. Love for playing Kino is mostly done at bars. Many can play this game at a casino. What is the top grossing casino in the United States? My mind goes to a couple places, and I'm wondering if it's a trick. Not a trick on his part, but just like the thinking about it. Um, I'll say it out loud. So I think you want to go Vegas, obviously, but I wonder if the trick is maybe it's like Atlantic City. Like there's one there, but I don't know any hotels or yeah, casinos be, in Atlantic City. More... Oh, Taj Mahal, yeah. I'd be more able to name a Vegas casino. Well, let's just say it out loud. I, I, what do you think between 
Caesar's Palace and like Bellagio, those seem to be pretty. I would go Caesar's Palace between those two. Yeah. I would add MGM. Oh, MGM's a really good one. I like Caesar's Palace. Caesar's? Okay. We'll lock in with Caesar's over here. Have you been to Vegas, Sarah? That was... I've been to Vegas a lot. <laughs> maybe maybe okay. five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did it's you check the revenue of are. each casino that you visited? No, I should have. I should have audited them all. Uh, I I was thinking the same same thought process. Caesars or MGM. MGM's pretty big. Yeah, I was say I was trying to think of which one might have the most like floor space. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're making the most money, but yeah, MGM's huge. So that's kind of where I was leaning. But I could see any of them. I, any of let's those. do MGM. That was like the first Sounds one that came to my mind too. We'll go MGM Grand. Jokes on us. It's Circus Circus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Double. right? laughs> that place gave me oh. nightmares, man. <laughs> You guys were correct with the place being in Las Vegas, but it's the Las Vegas Sands. They grossed at 13.7 oh, million. Oh, no way. I'm shocked. Sands? Wow. Sands. Wow. wow. Yeah. Huh. Are they doing like a lot of betting through there or something where maybe the floor doesn't matter as much? I didn't even know Unless that was still open. Going. I was just thinking of like Sinatra and them talking about you know being at the Sands, but I thought it was closed. Could be lifetime gross. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I could have been more specific. That's a good question. Uh, but we'll just go to question number 14, medicine at its evilest. Boston Scientific is a large medical supplies company in the United States that supplies many products from around the world and to the cardiac cath lab, some consisting of fun names such as Guidezilla, Watchmen, and Spectra. Boston Scientific released a new coronary set that has increased radial strength and is used for vessel size mismatch. mismatch. This stent shares its name with the mechanical destroyer of humanity that ain't afraid of no bees. All right, we're just going to make an educated guess based on the content of this question. All right, Sarah, what do you think? Well, I'm not going to lie. I went immediately to Fern Gully. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> 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 mechanical destroyer of humanity. But that's that's all I got. What do you think? Um, well, I've never seen the movies, but I'm thinking maybe this is a reference. The bee is maybe a reference to Bumblebee in Transformers. Mm. That sounds solid. So, But I don't know the villain in Transformers offhand. Well, what, are the, what are the bad Transformers called? Aren't there a word for like the group Ooh. of them? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Do you have a Lego of this, Jeff? No. <laughs> I like Star Wars, thank you. <laughs> um, Optimus Prime was the good guy, right? He was. Um, not the Autobots. The those are the good guys. Is that not what it is? Autobot or those are the good Autobots ones? are the good guys. Autobots oh. roll out. So what was the what was the one you said before that? Oh, I said Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. I mean, it could be Optimus Prime. I think he was one of the bad guys. Sure. I yeah, I can't remember what the bad the group of the bad guys was called. Shares its name with a mechanical destroyer of humanity. That's one of them. I guess we'll go Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is the goodest of the good guys. He's the is goodest it? one. I don't know. I don't like Transformers. You were thinking of the Megatron is the bad Decepticons one. is what you were thinking. Ah, of. that's what and I was Megatron, thinking. And Megatron, Megatron is the leader of the Decepticons, but maybe it's the Detecticons. But that's not what we said. We said Mecha Godzilla. All right. Well, you guys were talking about it. Megatron is correct. Oh, <sighs> sorry, you were Jeff. So close <laughs> <with that. laughs> Couldn't you have put in like a Calvin Johnson reference? I would have gotten that before I got Transformers. True. Oh, that's what Luis told me to do, but I uh... <laughs> always listen that's to funny. Luis. Uh, I should have. All right. Question number 15. You want a sample? Costco by far is one of my favorite places to shop. 
although I'm just shopping for two people. I've heard Bob Barker loves Costco as well. What was the original name of Costco when the company opened in 1976? Should we just go with the obvious? It, it would make sense, especially because it's wholesale and ho ho. Uh, oh my god, I, I don't know why I didn't pronounce that correctly. Ho, ho, I wholesale. said wholesale. No. They sell a lot of ho hos there. <laughs> they don't sell a lot of ho hos. Uh, wholesale. Um, yes, we can go with your answer. Yeah. All right, we're gonna come on down and lock in our answer. Sarah, uh, Price Co. Does that sound right to you? Price Co. I mean, Price is right. Yeah, Price Co. I I think that's what they were originally called. Something in my head. I read an article about their CEO once and kind of his idea about like fair pay for workers and because they seem to be a pretty good company as far as like worker treatment and pay. So yeah, you want to lock in Price Co? Sounds good to me. Also a good company if you need like 30 avocados right now. True. But... <laughs> I hope Jeff is wrong, by the way. And if no, if Jeff is wrong, I need you to say the line like Bob Barker said in Happy Gilmore to him. But anyway, go ahead, Ken. We just said the price is right. I can't do a good impression, and I can't even try. But <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it's Price Club, so no points. Oh, Very close. Price now. Club. Sorry, uh, the price is wrong. Price is wrong. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to seventy points, uh, and you guys doing pretty well. Ninety-five points. Ooh. All right, let's continue on with question sixteen. Like a dump truck. We all know when Neil drinks a little too much, he can't stop backing up his dump truck. What are the three? <laughs> what are the three main muscles? <laughs> Sorry, I cannot say that. What's What's funny about your question is is when I did drink too much at the bar when I was dancing, I did back up my dump dump truck several times. <laughs> did you? Uh, <laughs> my My girlfriend hates that term for butt, so I I love using it. It is pretty awful. <laughs> My dump truck is more like a smart car. It's very small. I don't want to think about Neil Neil taking dumps. <laughs> what are the three main muscles of the glutes? Goldilocks needs to try all of these to see what is right. All right. We are going to go ahead and lock in. Sarah, mm-hmm. what do you know about butts? <laughs> uh, plead the fifth. No. Uh... <laughs> you can't. You're in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the equivalent the equivalent of whatever that is here oh man uh i was just thinking isn't it like maximus gluteus maximus gluteus yep. whatever the minimum minimum uh, minimus i believe is correct yeah. and then i yeah i can't think of the just right equivalent <sighs> centrus i don't know the pudendum <laughs> <laughs> why um <laughs> Um, I don't know what's just right. Goldilocks, Goldilocks. Are you guys tapping? Well, Max, gluteus maximus, gluteus minimus, and gluteus. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. All right, yeah. we're saying those two and medi- median, or yeah, median. Medi- median sounds right. Okay. All right, uh, so close yet so far. Uh, Meridian. Uh, medius. So it's medius. gluteus maximus. Uh. Minimus and medius. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I, yeah, I do remember this one. Mm, that's a tough break. All right, question 17. I like my chocolate nougaty. The first time I ever snowboarded was in the Swiss Alps in this city, where the mountain of the Tobrone Bar is located. I just learned this, too. Uh, our 
the episode coming out next week uh, with the host of the Priority List podcast did a list of the best candy bars, and one of them was Toblerone, and they talked about the mountain, but I've completely forgotten it. Is it just that one city that we want to say? I think so. All right, let's just go with it then. Okay, all right. Do you know this one, Sarah? No, I feel like I should know this one, but I don't. Swiss Alps in this city. What are cities in Switzerland? Vienna, Bern. um, Yeah, I thought Bern, but... Bern? We can go Bern. I think that's... I am once again asking you to eat my chocolate. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we can do Bern. I feel like it's not right, but I don't have anything better. I'm agreeing with you, so we'll say Bern. No, you can go ahead. You want to say Zurich, right? Yeah, Zurich. So we're going to say Zurich. All right, unfortunately not. Zurich's up north. It's actually in the south of Switzerland, and it's Zermatt. Mm. Um, yeah, the Z right. <laughs> that's on the right true. track. I have uh, never been so sore from snowboarding before in my life. Uh, yeah. What's the mountain called? Uh, the Matterhorn. Oh, is it Matterhorn? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, question 18. Mm, beer. What country consumes the most beer per capita? This country is the birthplace of the beer type Pilsner. I'm locked in. Mm. Wait, am I? Because <laughs> I know right where you were going with that one. I do miss per playing. capita. I do miss playing on a team. All right, now I'm locked in. Okay. I, I think that uh, Pilsner, Pilsner Urkel is this? Uh, is that a Belgian? I was thinking Czech for some reason. Yeah, I was too. And I was mostly thinking that because Ken was going to lock in really fast. And that's part <laughs> of the reason I was thinking it was Czechia. But um, I think they might be the the biggest beer drinkers. Um, I know they're up there. Belgium's up there. I think Finland might be up there. No, maybe not beer. But I like Czechia, if you want to go with that. Czech Republic. Yeah, my my brother-in-law is a brewer, brewmaster, so I feel bad that I don't know. But yeah, let's do Czechia. Yep, I did go to Prague, uh, home of uh, Pils Urkel. And uh, when when you're in Prague, sometimes they just bring you a beer without asking if you want one. So I think it's Czechia. All right, that answer is correct. Points for both teams. Nice, good pull, Ken. Thanks, Sarah. Good, uh, Good pulling me back there. I just couldn't believe how cheap it was there. That was my thing. I was like, I should buy all the beer and take it home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Question 19. Can I get a hee hee? What milky IV sedative decreases level of consciousness and potentially respiration if administered IV, yet if drank oral, does not have any, any effect? Hint, this is what Michael Jackson overdosed on. Oh, I think I know this one because I think I was, I think I got it. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to lock in over here. I don't think it's fentanyl. I don't either. It's just the only thing I could think of. Yeah. What are the other drugs? I'm just trying to... The other drugs, you can tell. (laughs) 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 The other ones. (laughs) Most of the Um, drugs I know have to do with my allergies or, you know, general painkillers. I don't think I'm going to get it. We can just go Yeah, I think we're just going to have to guess fentanyl and move on. Yeah. I believe when I had my endoscopy, the anesthesiologist said that they were going to give me a small amount of propofol, which I believe is what put Michael Jackson to sleep. So that's what we said. Propofol is correct. Points going to one team. 
Uh, propofol yeah. is very white and it looks like milk and does absolutely nothing if you drink it. So, well, interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Question number twenty. Let's hear it for the Bucks. We all know Tom Brady helped carry the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl last year. What quarterback did the Buccaneers use their first round draft pick in 2009? Hint, he got traded to the Vikings in 2013 and did so bad at one game, he got placed as third string quarterback for the rest of the season and is now retired. I just sang Vikings in my head like the Lizzo song. (laughs) (laughs) Minnesota Vikings. Anyways. Uh, he's not retired, but we'll, we'll lock in. It's the wrong answer. But you can say Jameis Winston. No, I was thinking Jameis Winston, but I think he was drafted much after 2009. That's so we're in with a wrong answer. Yeah. Do you follow American football? I like watch the Super Bowl, and that's pretty much it. These days, that's about how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, I know it's wrong, but I can't. Uh, I can't think of anyone else. Aside from Jameis Winston, but I think he was like 2015 or 16. He was drafted, but um, I guess we'll just guess Jameis Winston, even though it's definitely wrong. Uh, yeah, this one we didn't know. I think the guy they drafted was from uh, the South. Uh, I know it doesn't make any sense, but I know he's from a Southern college, supposed to be good. Um, and uh, we didn't know. But we just said Case Keenum, though, was our wrong Ooh. answer. All right. Well, the correct answer is Josh Freeman. Uh, he had notorious. Oh. Yeah, he had his notorious big game in 2013 as the Vikings, and everybody saw how terrible he actually was. All right, so with that, uh, we end regulation. Looks like we got 90 points over at uh, Rocky Five. Couldn't quite breach 100. You guys just broke the surface at 105. All right, and uh, Noah, we're going to hear these uh, final round categories. Just one note, uh, you're in the Discord quite a bit, and uh, we wanted people to check us out there as, as well as the crop on Facebook to interact with everyone else. But um, have you met some new folks over at Discord? Yeah, it's been nice. It's uh, They helped me play test a lot. Big shout out to uh, Luis and Captain Thranelli, if I'm saying that name right. I uh, appreciate all the help and play testing everything for me. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. And yeah, so uh, Louis de Rojas, you've been, I think, playtesting the most games out of anyone. I think your name on there is Grand Playtester. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, join Noah and uh, many others over at the Discord or on the crop. Uh, So what are our final round categories, Noah? All right. First category is Brew at the Zoo. Second category, Never Gonna Give You Up. Third category, Third and a Long Five. Fourth is My Chemistry Romance. Number five is x-ray vision all right well the wagers are now locked in so let's get the questions all right question number one brew at the zoo what asian animal is responsible for helping brew the most expensive coffee in the world this animal feasts on coffee beans then excretes them out partially digested then those beans are brewed question two never going to give you up if you haven't been rickrolled once in your life do you even browse the internet what celebrational day did Rick Ashley record his first solo offering? Never going to give you up. Third question. Third in a long five. Back at it with Nebraska Cornhuskers. In what 1984 bowl game was the famous fumble ruski played introduced where the center snaps the ball to the QB, the QB intentionally fumbles the ball, placing it down for a lineman to grab and run it in for a touchdown. This bowl game was against the Miami Hurricanes. Question number four, my chemistry romance. 
In the cardiac cath lab, we used iodinated contrast to absorb x-rays to help visualize vascular anatomy. What is the atomic number of iodine? You can't use contrast to fuel a famous speedy lab bug. X-ray vision. German physicist Wilhelm Röntgen accidentally discovered x-rays while working in his lab. After more experimenting, he produced the first radiograph of the human body. What part of the body was this image of? All right, those are the questions. We'll be back with the answers. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. All right, all the answers are now locked in. So uh, right off the bat, I'll just say we did not wager because we want to see if you explode yourselves since the scores are so close. But that is we will a see. great strategy. Un- unprecedented, too. We never <laughs> bet zero. And we never win when we do this. It's true. Wow. That's the first show I've ever seen now uh, with the zeros. So uh, let's go at it for the first question. Brew at the zoo. What Asian animal is responsible for helping brew the most expensive coffee in the world? So we knew this one, right? It's a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like it was a monkey. Hmm. Uh, Sarah, what did we say for this one? Yeah, we were going back and forth between monkey, but we decided to say sloth. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, it is the palm savique. Mm. Which is a... Is that a like sloth, a fingers or crossed. a type of sloth? Did we win? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a small, lean, most nocturnal mammal in the tropical Asia and Africa areas. Is that like a squirrel? Like, no, it doesn't appear to be either of those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, too bad. So that's going to cost you guys uh, 15 points. Oh, I'm oh. thinking of the monkeys who pick the tea. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. All right. Well, question two, never going to give you up. If you haven't been Rickrolled once in your life, uh, do you even browse the internet? 
what celebrational day did Rick Ashley record his first offling solo? Never can I give you up. We just said uh, New Year's, uh, but again, we wagered zero, so it doesn't matter. Oh, New Year's is also perfect because you'd never give up on your New Year's resolutions. Mm. Uh, we made a joke. We we said 10 points on this one, and uh, we said if he's never going to give you up, maybe he's uh, angry at Lent, so we said Ash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Ash Wednesday, but New Year's Day is correct. Oh. No That's going to cost though. you guys 10 points. Yeah, I don't think this is going very well. I don't well. like the vibe of this. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me just coming in at yeah, the end. Hey, That's going like to cost you guys. Lost. Uh, all right, Not question. So fast. <laughs> question three. Third and a long five. What was the name of the bowl game where the fumble risky was played? This one, uh, again, we bet zero. Um, wasn't sure. It made me think of Little Giants with the annexation of Puerto Rico. But we just said um, uh, the Sugar Bowl. I don't think we formally submitted an answer because we bet zero. But we'll say the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Mm. Mm. The orange bowl mm. dancing around. So, so oh. zeros all around. I'm gonna call this one plus zero. <laughs> plus zero. Because <laughs> it makes Fine. me feel better. I like the positivity. All right. Question four: My chemistry romance. So, what is the atomic number of iodine? This one uh, I just knew because of Herbie the Love Bug. I believe it's fifty-three. Ooh, that makes me feel pretty good. Um, we said fifty-three. All right, you guys picked up on the hint, and 53 is correct. And that's 20 points into your pocket. All right. I'd like to point out that the scores are currently 90 to 100. We wagered 10 points on this, Ken. So it comes down to this. So either... If you're right, you win. Let's see what happens. All right, question number five. Uh, what was the first radiograph of the human body of? We said the, uh, the head because, you know, just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Zero points. And what do we say on this one, Sarah? Uh, quite the opposite of going for it. We said hand, because, you know, if you lose a hand, it's not as bad as your head. Is it going to be a plus 10 or a minus 10? It is a plus 10. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Victory. Well Yay. done. That was tense. Oh, my God. Oh, also, by shoot. the way, we wouldn't have lost. We would have tied with you, which oh, means that we well. had to break the tie. All right. Well, yeah, you guys won. Uh, looks like we ended with our 90 points. We mm -hmm. just took those home with us. And uh, you guys are the cream of the crop with 110. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Great so job. Nice. Great game, Sarah. That was mostly Jeff. But... <laughs> hey, you. It's, it's a team effort. I always say that Love because, it. you know, any question you get right was the decider. So pick That's one. True. You won the game based on that question. There you go. And really well written as well, all these questions. Oh, well, thank you. Sorry they were kind of uh, a lot of medical questions, but... Uh, Quite all right. right. We need we need to learn these things, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of stuff we didn't know today, which is great. I mean, anytime we get some new facts and some new things to learn about, I mean, that's that's what it's about. All I right. love learning new things. Can people come on and teach me about, like, the stock market, Bitcoin, NFTs? Yeah, any way to earn some <laughs> more money. How to bathe <laughs> yourself, money. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I would support that, too, because the smell in this studio is a little bit raunchy. It is. We should bottle it and sell it just so people know. Sauvage. <laughs> Sauvage black and white with some yeah, yeah, all yeah. of us dressed as Randy Savage. Neil, the, <laughs> I thought the perfume you were trying to make was ranch, not raunch. Oh, there you go. Well, on that uh, little bit of humor, let's uh, say goodbye to Sarah. Thank you very much for joining us. Any parting shots? 
I just wanted to say thanks to my family, my husband for watching my kid. And he was so excited for me to be on. He doesn't, he doesn't, he listens like occasionally, but he's not a trivia guy, but he mm-hmm. like set up my little desk and like made sure my headset was working. So just thanks to my oh, husband. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That was nice. Yeah. And the fans, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Noah, thank you very much for hosting today and for being a Patreon supporter. And uh, any final statements from you? Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, have this opportunity to host. And I just want to shout out my coworkers. We had a slow day at work and we tested the game out as well. So appreciate everybody at uh, the Cath Lab in Nebraska. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep, thank you as well. And that'll do it for us. Matt is on a bridge or under the bridge listening to Chili Peppers, maybe. But uh, for Neil, Jeff, and myself, that was Triviality. So you guys are not telling me that you haven't stuck your hand in a cow's uh, uh, cow's stomach? Sit down. I have not. I have not. Have you? <laughs> it's a common thing for them in high school to bring a cow that has like an open port in their stomach and you stick your hand in and feel their stomach. Wow. No, I didn't. Is that like a homecoming tradition? Is it a homecoming thing? It's like, hey guys, welcome to the dance. The cow? Do you have your tickets? No, but we got to put your hand in the cow. Well, you have like the, you obviously have like the corn king, and then you have like, uh, what's the other people on the court? The, uh, the cow uh, toucher. The cow, the cow touchers. The... <laughs> it's so squishy. Uh, oh my God, Dutch boy. <laughs> Please. Uh, Once I lived one week inside the stomach of a cow. <laughs> it was a rough one. I was able to play backgammon with his liver. Uh.